Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. How are you? How's it going? How was your Thanksgiving? How was your Black Friday? That's probably the least important part, but I'm still going to ask, how have the festivities been? Did you go home for the holidays? Where we at? How was Thanksgiving week? Thanksgiving everything. Did you go home and see your family? Um, Welcome back to the podcast. It has been a hectic week. And by that, I mean, I'm recording this on a Tuesday and it already feels like days have passed within this week, but Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet for me. But by the time you're listening to this, it will. Um, I am excited. I'm not going home. So I am just doing something with friends, which will be nice. Um, I figured since I just got to New York city, I was like, I don't really want to find a dog sitter and go across the country again. Um, but it'll be weird to not be home for Thanksgiving with my family. And one of the, I obviously will be doing a few different little gratitude things throughout the week, but one of the ones that I really want to do, and if you haven't seen it on Instagram, cause I'm assuming I'll post about it on Instagram when I do it. I really want to, and I think I got this idea off TikTok. If I'm being fully transparent, um, I really want to do a journal entry, writing a thank you to all the people I don't like. Um, it's a short list. There's not a lot of people that I like have ill feelings towards, or even like just any type of negative feelings towards, but there's a couple. And I really want to write them a thank you note and just think like a genuine one, not a spiteful one. Um, but I'm going to challenge you to do the same. And we don't have to write them thank you notes in the sense of like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Thank you. I love you. We're throwing these away after. Um, but I want to find reasons to thank these people, whether that is because they've taught me lessons, whether that is because they have put me in situations where I had to figure out things for myself, whether that is that they have done things that have shaped me into the human I am, whatever it is. So that is going to be one of the things I do this week is write a thank you note to all of the people that I don't necessarily love. Um, so I'm going to challenge you to do the same outside of your normal gratitude, whatever your Thanksgiving practices are. Um, what else is new? I got a haircut. You guys know, I love a good hair change. Um, I feel like I usually am dying it every couple months and it hasn't, nothing's been done with it in a while. And so my friend Yehida was like, you should get bangs and already done straight across bangs. And they're just so exhausting. And so I decided to do curtain bangs. And honestly, you guys, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I have quantum leapt into a better version of myself. I feel like I got the bangs and I was like, I, can't, I am unstoppable. I love these bangs so much. They're looking a little, here's looking a little frizzy today. Cause I washed it, but I love them. So this is your also prompt to go get curtain bangs because they're as magical as everyone on TikTok says they are. And you will quantum leap into a new version of yourself. That is just phenomenal. Um, I also have gotten back into my morning and nighttime routines a lot better. Last night, I turned my phone off at 930. I went and sat in the steam room. I lit incense. Ooh, it was dreamy. I have loved it. So that's something that's working right now. And then I actually pulled you guys on Instagram this morning about how when you wake up, if you like dread the day or you're excited for it. And a lot of you voted dread, um, which I can relate to. And so something that I've also been trying to do when I wake up is regardless of like, if there's anything I'm stressed about, or if there's like things that day that I'm not excited about, I'm trying really hard to wake up in more of a state of gratitude and neutrality by finding something to be like, wow, about to like be in awe of when I wake up. So for me, it's my view. It's the light that comes in through my window. And I've been trying to like have that be the only thing that occupies my thoughts for at least a couple minutes, um, as well as keeping a book. Like I literally have been keeping it in my bed, um, to read first thing in the morning. So that, that like 
positive media is the first thing coming into my brain in the morning rather than checking my phone. Um, I put my phone on airplane mode last night too. And I think I'm going to start doing that every night. Um, because I literally was like dreading having to turn it on. Like, I was like, I don't want to turn my phone off airplane mode because I know I'm going to start scrolling Instagram and then people are going to start talking to me and maybe something will get me out of this peaceful loop that I'm in. Um, so those things have been working really well. I, prompt you to do the same because they've been kind of a game changer the most new york city thing i live on like the eighth floor and a garbage bag just like rose past my window (laughs) the aesthetic of the city um so that's what's working what's not i don't know what's not working right now things feel pretty smooth right now. Um, one of the things, and we're going to talk about that today on, on today's episode is that like moving the micro needle in my business has not been working. And so we've been really trying to focus more and put more energy into big picture things. And so that's kind of what we're actually talking about today, which are the easiest ways to grow your business. And I'm not going to say fast because I think that's stupid when people do that. And they're like, three ways to grow your business by tomorrow. That's a hoax. And whatever you are signing up for or watching or whatever is going to be a lie probably. Um, or at least not completely truthful because there's, there's no quick fixes in your business unless you have like an in with Tony Robbins and he's going to give you a shout out or something. I don't know. Um, so I want to talk about some of the easiest and like best ways to use your energy in your business in order to grow it because we want sustainable growth. We want growth that is genuine. We don't want fast promises that are going to burn down later. Like we want genuine growth that is scalable and attainable and healthy. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm super excited to dive into everything with you guys. So number one, when it comes to growing your business, and you guys know, I love talking about this is to identify your ideal client. You are getting absolutely nowhere if you don't know who it is that you're even marketing to, or if you're trying to put out too broad of a net to catch those fish. So kind of think of it, honestly, like the manifesting episodes where we've been like, you can't just put in a general order to the universe and expect them to like, know exactly what you want. Like if you don't know who your ideal client is and you're trying to put out content that markets to everyone, it is going to be so lukewarm in its efficacy. Like it is not actually going to attract people because it's, it's just wishy-washy. It's like Starbucks. Like if I go to Starbucks and I just get the most average coffee ever, I'm not like, I'll get it. And I'll be like, it's fine. Whatever. I'm not going to like text my friends and be like, oh my gosh, I just had the best coffee ever from Starbucks. No, I'm not. I'm going to do that when I get like the most distinct, like rose water matcha that I get from gray dog that I talk to literally everyone about. Not everyone probably likes rose water matcha, but I do. And I will tell everyone about it. I will go into the city for it. I will pay for it so much more than I would pay from a matcha from Starbucks because it's niche and I can't really find it anywhere else. And they're marketing to people who love rose water matcha. So that's what you need to do is identify exactly who it is that you're wanting to work with. And so let's talk about what that actually means, right? What are, what is the problem that you're solving for your ideal client? Because that's what we first need to identify is like, they have some sort of issue. Even if you're a wedding photographer, the issue is that they're needing a photographer that communicates a specific aesthetic or has a certain client experience or all of the above, right? But there, there's some sort of issue or there's some sort of lack that they're needing filled and you're going to fill it. So what is that? What is the problem? What is the lack? What is it that you're needing to fill 
that's what we need to ask ourselves. Because if we don't know, we're not even going to put out content that attracts them. We want to put out content when they're like, oh my gosh, I'm looking for that. That's exactly what I've been looking for. I've been missing that. So I need to go with that person. If you're putting out general content that isn't stating what problem you solve or what lack you're completing or fulfilling, you're going to attract no one. You're just going to attract a bunch of viewers, not actual customers. And that's lame. That's not what we want in our business. So before you even start trying to do all these marketing tools, tactics, whatever, you need to identify who it is that the ideal client is anyway, who it is that you're trying to attract and work with so that we can get strategic on what exactly they need and then show up and show them that. Okay. So That's number two kind of as well, which are, what are the needs? How can we fill them? And then how can we show up in a way that tells them that we're the person for us? So that's now that you've identified who they are, what they're needing help with, what can we do to show them that we're the person that they want to work with? So let me put this in, in terms of my business. So let's talk about the Becoming Coaching Program, which opens next month, January not next month. It's not December yet. Um, kind of though, January. So when I am marketing the becoming program, I want to sit down and be like, who am I wanting to attract here? Because this isn't coaching for everyone. This isn't coaching for someone that's wanting a fast fix. This isn't coaching. Who's for someone that's wanting me to sit them down and give them all the answers and like hand them a successful business. This isn't a coaching program, honestly, for beginners, really. Um, it's a coaching program for someone who's willing to do the work for someone who is super passionate about their business and they're ready to implement what I teach them. This is for someone who already has a business that is somewhat established, but they're having a really hard time finding fulfillment in it and taking it to the next level. That is the person that I ideally want to work for. And that is the problem that they're having. And so then when I start marketing for becoming, I can ask myself, okay, if they already have a somewhat established business and they're just not feeling very fulfilled, they're not sure how to move it to the next level. What are they looking for? How can I communicate to them that I'm the person to help them do that? So then I can do my marketing and all of my outreach and all of my funnels and all of my lives and all of my trainings to show you ways to find fulfillment in your business and to make it more successful and to take it to the next level. And I can show you how I've done that. I can show you how I've done that for other people because now I know who you are and I know what the issue is, right? Whereas if I didn't identify those two things, I would just be saying like, hey, I'm opening up coaching. Hope to see you there. That's not very effective. That's not really going to help anyone. But if I can get really, really strategic and be like, hey, I know exactly what you're struggling with. Here's how to fix it. Here's how I fixed it for myself. Here are examples. Here's how I've done it for others. You're going to be like, oh my God, that's how I've been feeling. I want to feel like those people now. And now you're hiring me for becoming, right? So that is why it's so, 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 so crucial that we identify who the ideal client is. We know who they are. We know what they're struggling with. And then we identify how can I show up and show them that I'm that person for them? Like, how do I fulfill that need? So if you're a wedding photographer and the issue is that they want a really classic vintage feel, they want to feel like they're in like a Dior, Dior, wow, Dior campaign um, for their engagements, you get to show up then and show us the classiest, most classic bridals that look like they're in a campaign. They look like they're in France, even though they're not. And you get to be like, you should feel like an editorial goddess for your engagement sessions. And that bride or that couple is going to see that and be like, oh my gosh, I have been looking for this style and vibe everywhere. I've not 
not been able to feel like find it. And now here's someone that not only shoots in that style, but they know how I want to feel at my engagement session. You get to show them that. Okay. Number three, to grow the business. And you guys, I cannot, I simply cannot express this to you enough. Stop moving the needle in your business every day. Like occasionally things will happen, right? Where we do need to move the needle. We are going to keep up Instagram. And that unfortunately is just a needle moving app, but start investing in long-term marketing and long-term plans for your business. I so often see entrepreneurs that are not willing to think of the big picture. Like they're not thinking of what's going to serve their business in the long run because they're so concerned about getting clients like now, 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 now. And there are markets marketing tools. There are marketing tactics. There are things to implement in our business that are a bit more long-term. So like Pinterest, for example, that is not as quick as Instagram, but not as slow as SEO, but it's really long-term. Like I have pins still doing well on Pinterest that are years old, literally years. And they still bring in thousands of people to my work, to view my work. And that is insane, right? And I will say this, if you're not using Pinterest, it is quite literally the easiest marketing platform, the easiest one out of all of them. It is so simple. It takes so little time. If you're not using it, you're missing out big time. I will link for you our course below. It's one of our best sellers. Literally like hundreds of people have changed their marketing plans with this guide and Pinterest in general. It is phenomenal. Okay. But that's an example of like marketing that doesn't require me to every day sit down for an hour and try to figure out what to post, what the caption is going to be, who to engage with, make a reel, whatever. It takes like 10 minutes a month and it has served me for years. Okay. So stop looking just at Instagram as this thing that you need to like focus on all the time, right? Think big picture. Next. Um, we want to, again, not be just moving the needle. Another way to do that is with SEO. That is another tool that we can use that serves us in the long run. I have blog posts from weddings that I still get inquiries for those venues because I have blogged about them so strategically and used SEO for. And so that is something else that like, yes, blogging is not everyone's favorite. We don't love typing that much, or we don't love having to meet all the SEO requirements. Cause yeah, it's kind of a time investment and it also takes a hot second to start working. But when it does, it serves you so long-term and you're able to start talking to these clients that maybe are more your ideal clients because they're searching for people like you specifically. And we're able to have a long-term success in our business because You guys, nothing breaks my heart more than working with entrepreneurs where like all they can think about is Instagram and like what they're going to post next and how they're going to keep it afloat and how their algorithm is going to do my algorithm. You guys, it is laughable. I literally was just talking to my friend about it and Natalie the other day. Cause I was like, I don't know what's happened to my account, but it's been flagged for something like something happened to my account a few years ago. And I don't know what, and it just tanks after that literally the other day. And like, I don't know why I've never bought followers. I gained a ton of followers pre algorithm. And then they've just stayed like this. Um, but literally like I have 30,000 followers the other day. I don't know what happened. This was not normal. This was exceptionally bad, but my stories were getting 40 views. 40. I have 30,000 followers. Like it was one of those things where I was just laughing because I was like, this app 
is such a joke. Like it is so messy and it is changing and the algorithm is so shitty sometimes, but I have other long-term things in place. So like, yeah, we still keep up my Instagram, my gorgeous, amazing, phenomenal show-stopping assistant runs it for me and I run the stories. So it's like, it's fun. Honestly, at this point, like Instagram, I just get to show up in a way that feels fun. It feels genuine, but I'm not having to move the needle on it every day. Whereas before in my business, it was like, I'd wake up and I'd be like, okay, what are we going to post today? How are we going to engage with other people? How are we going to beat the algorithm today? Like, how am I going to show up on people's feeds so that they want to hire me? And that was exhausting. And it was taking up so much time that I wasn't able to stay in my lane of genius. Um, and it wasn't even moving my business forward that much. Whereas now Yes, I still use Instagram, but I have these other platforms that are more long-term and aren't just moving the needle for me every day. So I want you to think more big picture in your business. Okay. So we've got a few things. Let's recap them really quick. You're going to one, identify your ideal client. Who are they? Like, what exactly is it about them that you're trying to work with? And if you don't know, and you're just putting out general content, it's going to essentially attract no one. So we want to know exactly who they are. And then two, it's me saying two, even though it was one, if you're not watching this on video, good. Cause I was holding up the wrong number of fingers Two, what are their needs and how can you fill them? Like, what is it about them that you're going to fill a role for? Like, how can you show up for them and tell them that you're the person for them? Like, what is this issue that we're solving? What is this gap that we're filling and how do we communicate that to them? And then once we know those two things now, how, how are we going to communicate to them on what platforms on what marketing tools? Is it just word of mouth? Is it Pinterest? Is it SEO? Is it Instagram? Like whatever it is, but stop moving the needle and start investing your time and your energy into long-term things in your business as well. I'm not telling you to quit Instagram. I'm telling you that you shouldn't be spending every single day waking up and moving the needle in your business. You should have long-term things that you are also implementing so that you have strategies that serve you longer than just today, right? Because I have pins on Pinterest that are years old, like I told you guys, that are still serving me. But my Instagram post from a week ago no longer serves me. Your post lasts literally maybe 24 or 48 hours. That's how long it serves you, right? Like best case scenario, you have a real go viral for like a couple weeks. It's never going to help you for years. There's never going to be a post on Instagram that is serving you for years, but there's SEO that will serve you for years. There are pins that will serve you for years. There are blog posts. There are podcast episodes. There are YouTube videos that will serve you for years. So stop focusing on just moving this little micro needle on tasks that only serve you for 24 hours when you could be thinking big picture and moving forward your marketing in a way that serves you really, really long term. Okay. That I cannot stress that enough. You have to bring another tool. So this episode is a little bit of a quickie, but I wanted to just give you some ways. And even if you feel like your business is in a good place, it's always a good idea to sit back, look at these three things again and redefine them again to rework them again, right? Like it's always great for me at the end of the year to sit down and re-identify my ideal client and what they're needing and how I can show up for them in the new year or the new month or the new quarter, whatever it is. And then look at my marketing again and be like, how can we finesse this? How can we put our energy and time into other things, maybe in a little bit of a better way, right? Because we're always just growing. Things are always improving with time. So I love you guys. I mean it. I hope you have the most amazing week. I hope this is a good little kickstart to your Monday. If you haven't yet, please leave us a review on the podcast. Um, We have some really fun and exciting interviews finally coming up. I know we haven't had interviews on the podcast in forever, Um, but if there are anyone that is anyone that you also 
also would like to hear from, please feel free to send us an email, leave us a review because that also helps us get the word out about the podcast and get more amazing guests on here. So anyway, you guys are the best. Have a great Monday or whenever you're listening to this and I'll see you later.